And I was thinking for so long, I charged this number for a while because I'm like, people can't keep up with 97. I can't charge anything else until somebody offered me more. And I'm really in three, two, one. You're listening to the Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast. Um, we have Donnie here who has a true shopping habit, and she tried to get me in on her issue. She said, you ever look at your bank statement and get disgusted with how much you shop? And I said, no. <laughs> I don't feel you. You know, somebody like, you feel me? You're like, no, I don't. I drag you into my shopping habit. I don't know what episode it is, you guys. Maybe, Joe, you can tell me here in a minute where Shans uh, encouraged me to buy a Rolex. One time. No. But there was a good reason. There was a reason for it. Every single time we record, Shan says, are we going shopping after this? And many times my responses are yes, and then many times it's no. Why are you lying to people? I'm definitely not. Every time that's me, Joe? Here's the thing. I don't even be wanting to go, but I know that's what she into. And if I ain't got nothing going on, I'd be like, yo, you trying to go shopping, ain't you? And she's like, shopping? Yes. What time? I got a call coming. And then but after that, we can... <laughs> anyway, uh, entrepreneurs, CEOs, be responsible with your money. Don't shop it all away. Don't eat it all away. Don't date it all away. Mm. Don't date it all away. But you away. got an advantage because you don't have to date all yours away. You can, But you still can go on dates. Because you, you happen to be involved with somebody who truly believes that you shouldn't pay. That's not the truth. That's not the truth. He truly believes that I shouldn't pay for certain things. Mm -hmm. If I were to pull my credit card out and offer to treat this date, there's a 70% chance he's going to let that slide. Oh, really? Absolutely. Absolutely. He's going to let it slide. He is tight with money. I I think we talked about it. uh, We might have talked about it before, but... Them two wanted to take me and my wife out to dinner, right? Okay, first of all, this is not what these people came for today. No, 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 no. This is important. They wanted to take... Uh, I'll, I'll pull a lesson out of it, I promise you. <laughs> so it was like, yo, we want to take y'all out to eat. I just say thank you for introducing us. And I'm like, yo, bet. That's what's up, right? So we go out to eat. We go to uh, raw sushi. And we're ordering sushi and, you know, beverages and I didn't drink, but they drank. And I'm like, well, I'm not, I don't care what they do, because it's on them anyway, right? So the server comes. <laughs> and I think they say, um, do you want, you know, one check or separate? And me and him both say, oh, just one check, one check. I know what they said in terms of like this is on them, but I'm still gonna be the guy that's like, nah, it's one check. We we good, right? Just in case, you know what I mean? So the check comes and it sits there. It sits there for a while. And I don't want to be awkward. I'm thinking I'm going to pull out my card and a tip that he's going to say, nah, nah, this is on us. I pull out my card slow, too. You know, like the joint where you have the wallet, you have your wallet, and you're like thumbing through your cards like. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm doing this, yeah. And then I'm trying to get it out. I'm like, mm. and I, I think I say something like, oh, which card I'm going to use? That is such a lie. And my man just, he's, he's eating his food, too. Like, like nothing's happening. So I put my card down, and the service doesn't even come for me. And the, the, the check is right here. It's like, we're sitting across, like, I'm here, he's there, 
Check here. I put it down. We just chopping it up. And I don't want to say, yo, bro, am I favor this? Are you? I don't want to say that. Server comes, gets the check, runs it, says, you guys have a nice day. And I think he says something like, oh, shit, thanks, man. How how was that all things? Because, you know, like, you act surprised or was it like, no, it wasn't I surprised. put on surprised? It was as if he didn't remember that we were supposed to go out on him. It was like, oh, thanks, man. That's what's up. I done took care of it. You were supposed to. So now I'm not, I'm not playing those games anymore. Like, if, if it's on you, I'm making it known. Like, oh, yo, I, like before the check comes, I'm saying, yo, man, I appreciate you for taking us out. I'm a pre... As soon as the check gets put down, Absolutely. I appreciate you. That's not quite what happened. The server brought... That's exactly what happened. The server brought the check while we were still mid-chew. Okay? And I don't rush to pay the bill. They sit the check down all the time. It's there for like 15, 20 minutes until I'm sure that I'm not ordering again and I'm done with my meal. That's what happened. You had to race. No, it wasn't a race. It wasn't he a race. He and he put his card down. And if you put your card down... I remember it like you it was yesterday. You assume responsibility. Me and him are here. You are here. My wife's next to me. So y'all are chopping it up. I'm seeing all this in real time because I know it's supposed to happen. We were enjoying I, our drink. You were the only one without. But you and Dre didn't have nothing to do with it. No. <laughs> and I express my I express my frustration to him too. So what's the lesson in this? I don't know. I was just mad. Yeah. I think the lesson is I'm not pulling is... my card out no more just to be pulling it out, just to impress somebody or to, to create a <laughs> Is that what it was? To, yeah, to, not impress, but it's like, well, I don't want it to seem like there's an issue with one of us paying the bill. I don't want that to happen. Mm. So I learned that. Well, I, I think <clears throat> between the two of you or the four of us, the bill is always going to get paid with ease. I think a lesson here would be to... It's not between the four of us because you I don't ever remember <laughs> you taking out your card. She took it out that one time when? and you told her to put that debit card away. When? It was like probably like two or three weeks ago. You put Yes, your... when we went to Pasha. Yeah, she had her card. I saw it on your story. And you was like... Yeah, I offered that... to pay the whole bill. Me, you, and Dre... No, you did not. No, I don't, I don't, you I don't know. Did. I don't know oh, exactly yeah, 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 what yeah, happened. She did. She did. She did. She did. Yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You told her to put her debit card away. And he said, <laughs> if you don't, if you don't get your card debit away. card away, I don't even know if it was a debit card, you're but right. if it was, <laughs> it was for sure a debit card. Was it my debit card? hundred oh, percent debit card. Anyway, it, so it I think like a Navy Federal card. No, it was definitely like a, was not it was a like Navy a Bank Federal. Of America. It was definitely a Bank of America card. I do not I even bank. Said, what is this? I don't even bank with Bank of America. Okay. Um, however, the lesson in this is prior to prior to engaging in business and doing the work, make sure you get a full understanding of the verbal agreements that you commit to. One, if there is a need for a verbal agreement, but two, just to avoid all of this, get things in writing. I'm not about to send you a docu-sign before we go to dinner. No, but... <laughs> you do understand that this dinner's on you, right? You could and easily then, have sent a text message like, hey, you guys, thanks so much for no, treating us to dinner. No, We're here. Now I just... Now I'm, when the bill comes, <clears throat> thank you. I appreciate that, fam. appreciate y'all bringing us out. Is that Please. what you do? I'm 100%. Have you played the no card roulette yet? Not yet. What's not holding yet. you up? Let's, we let's... just haven't been in the scenario. We, we can create a yet. scenario today. I can't go today, but we can go. Are you going to put your card up? 
No. So why are we, yo, man, let's get into some entrepreneurship stuff. What are we talking about right now? <laughs> no, seriously, I would Managing put my card your up. finances. I'm actually excited to put my card up because I have always liked to do what the big boys do. Mm-hmm. I want to drive the big cars. I want to, you know, make the big bucks and blah, 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 blah. And if this is what the big boys are doing, one time. Now, I'm not making it a habit of playing credit card roulette. But one time, I might participate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just for the fun of it, because I know my credit card won't get picked because I am only going to go with a group of people who are paying with American Express cards and I won't put in an American Express card. And so my card will be lighter than all the other cards and the waitress won't pick it anyway. So you I've already know. figured this out down to a side. You never know. We'll figure it we'll, we'll, We will soon see. Unless Joe, you now coming? after watching yeah. this. Yeah, you ready? Are you coming, Joe? I think, I mean, I, yeah, here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, I'll pull up. I think I think I think we should play rich games on all levels. What does that mean? That means I remember um I was I had to be in maybe ninth, tenth grade. So my boy Terrence, he moved away and came back to the town. And um I remember it like it was yesterday. It was the first time I seen somebody with the Fubu jersey. Like and it was like a big baggy jersey. It was just so dope. And the ice cream man comes. And I ordered a Choco Taco. Mm-mm. And my man said, yo, I got it. <gasps> what? You got so he ordered his. He ordered taco. his. And then I, I ordered a Choco Taco. He's like, yo, I got it. Right? Mm-hmm. And, yo, that was my first experience of someone covering the bill. Mm. You know what I mean? Or you go into the convenience store and everybody gets their candy. And you're like, yo, I got it. Now, this might be a $15 gesture. Right? Okay. But I think we got to get used to um, not being a f- not being reckless with the money, but acting as if. Like Jim Brown said, yo, before I had money, I would tip big because I knew one day I would be a big tipper. Yeah. So I did that too. <clears throat> what do you think the, the the philosophy or psychology is behind you suggesting that we play rich games on any level? Uh, sowing <laughs> seeds. Sowing seeds. I encourage people, if you're at Chick-fil-A um, or you're at a restaurant and you see somebody about to pay, just pay for their food. Their food. Pass it along. I see it as operating from an abundance mindset. 100%. So I know, like, I would go out to eat sometimes when I didn't have any money. <clears throat> but I'm out to eat. And I used to eat strategically. Like, you know, lunch, hour special, happy hour day. I'm getting all the discounts and I would go literally and order like a kid's meal, sit at the bar, do things. But every now and then I'd come across a server who was clearly down on her luck or having a bad day or he was, you know, whatever. And I would leave an extra tip more than I could afford, sometimes more than the meal even cost. And what I noticed it started to do, I had to replace the money. I didn't have extra. Like I'm giving this away. God has given me this sign to give this away in, you know, some kind of way. I got to get this money back. So I, I, and then I would start to get the money back. Something would happen, like a temp job would come up suddenly and it would replace what I did. Or someone would buy something from my eBay store and it would re- replace it within a couple of days. And so then I started to develop the mindset of abundance where, or, or I don't even know if I realized it was the mindset of abundance at that time. It was the 
I released the scarcity mindset is what I did. If I give it, then I won't be able to pay my rent. If I get it, I won't have gas for my car. When I start, and then I started to think, well, if I do this, I'm going to get it back somehow. I don't know how. Yeah. And that's how you start to develop the abundance mindset. Well, what's that? What's that fine line between financial responsibility and abundance mindset? Oh, that's, like, that's a good the one. balance, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so, so some people you should not be splurging and things of that nature. But if you're not splurging, then you're kind of having the um, the scarcity mindset. Like, I can't let this money go. I can't spend this money or even put this money out there, which means you you could be in a better financial what a financial literacy space. Like you like what is what am I trying to say? What am I trying to say? You're being more fiscally responsible. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And like counting your I mean, I I remember like writing down every expense down to the penny and saying, okay, where can I shave money? Mm-hmm. Was that an was that a scarcity mindset or was that me being fiscally responsible? I think it was you being <clears throat> financially responsible. Um, fiscally, you know what fiscally means? I'm trying to help you. I know. I think that it was you being responsible. I think where it is a scarcity mindset is you saying. I am holding on to this money. I'm not spending this money, yeah. saving it for a rainy day, you know, kind of deal. And rainy days are always going to come. So are you really saving it for a rainy day? There's a difference. But I, I do believe that we have a strong responsibility. Like people see so much, so many influencers online with, you know, hair done, nails done. People are buying three, four, and five, 200 plus thousand dollar cars, shopping and you know, now everybody's got a Versace bathrobe and everybody's... <laughs> <laughs> now everyone bathes in Versace now? Everybody's bathing <laughs> in, you know, Versace crystal water and things like that. And it, it, is that entrepreneur being responsible or are they being obnoxious with their spending habits? And I think I think both could be the answer, right? Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. You know, I have an internal struggle right now where nowadays... You go to a restaurant or you go somewhere and it asks you 18, 20, or 22%. Now, I'm used to tipping on, you know, 20% Mm -hmm. because that's what a server wants. If you're at a restaurant, typically it's 20%. But one day I hit like the 20% and then it stuck with me for a couple hours. Like, why didn't I just do the 22? It was probably like an extra dollar and 18 cents. Why? And it 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 was a cool experience. Why, the difference between 20% and 22%, it just wasn't that much. Mm. And I said, I'm still operating out of a scarcity mindset because I know the server or the person that's going to get that, it will help that person more than me keeping the dollar or $2 would help me. So I see the business model behind things like that too, right? Mm. I remember when I was younger, the standard tip at that time was like 10%. You would tip 10% of your bill and then suddenly now it's 15. And I don't now, think that was ever a thing. 10%. It was it was a thing, 10%. Yo, Oprah said you should tip servers 10%. I instantly lost respect for her. And this was like when I was a server. This is not too long ago. Well, 20% is the standard. She may see the business model in it. Let me tell you what happened. So when I was younger, 10% was the standard. And then suddenly 15% became the standard. And then 18%, right? Well, 18% was never a thing. It was 10% or 15%. Then they started to auto-suggest 
what the percentage should be. Mm-hmm. And it was 10%, 18%, or 20%. The business model behind that says, well, I don't want to give the least amount, nor am I going to give the most. So then we know that our service at least get an 18%. At that time, I don't know how the industry works now, but sometimes you had to share your tips. You had to give some to the house, to the, you know, so... It's a, it's a concept. Now you notice 10% isn't even an option. It's 18%, 20%, 22%. Because now they want you to fall into that middle grade of a 20%. Because what they saw was some people were actually at that time given the 18%. Okay, so now let's shift it 2% more. Now we see on the bill 18%, 20%, 22%. If you have enough people paying 22%, eventually we're going to see 20%. 22%, 24%. Until one day we're giving 30% tips on bar tabs. Uh, me as a server, I'm like, yes, that's my people. Because servers are my people because mm-hmm. I was a server for a long time. Here's my question. Who do you tip and who do you not tip? Are you, so a barber, a barber is an entrepreneur. Yes? Yes. Yes. A barber says your haircut is $20, but you tip the barber. Yes. As a coach, I say my service is X amount of dollars. Nobody tips me. And I go so far above and beyond. I mean, do you just have the, the option on your website? No, it, there's no awesome. option on a website at a hair salon or, or, or a nail tech. But they have Bruh. the, they have, my sister uses Acuity because she's a hairstylist. Yes. And on Acuity, she can like, add, there's an option for them to tip her. But outside of that, there's an understanding. There's that an you understanding. Tip the hair thing, like the coaching space is like, I feel like the coaching space is just you set your price and that's what people feel they should give you. So is that not you. what a stylist or a salon owner does? So, for example, I wear microlinks, right? Which is a very expensive... Which is a very expensive very method expensive. of yes. getting extensions. So, the first I used to do... Um, I never really did sew-ins, but I would just wear my hair or I would get clip-ins. Clip-ins was what I got. And then a friend of mine, a client of mine, actually started getting these microlinks. And I'm like, oh, I want to do that. I think it's cool. I was used to paying for my hair maybe $150, something like that, for my hair. I go to the salon. I get these microlinks. After the hair in the installation, it was $1,300. Golly! First of all, I'm sick. Right. Because, oh, and then, you know, I kind of I got them colored. I'm like thirteen hundred dollars. This is just a couple of months ago. So I'm like thirteen hundred dollars. So, you know, I sat in that space when and and it was a phone. She took she takes Apple Pay, Cash App, all of that stuff. So after my service, I'm like, okay, how much do I owe you? Because I had to pay a consultation fee via Cash App, um, uh, via Apple Pay. So I'm like, you want me to just pay you via Apple Pay? She's like, yeah, that's good. I'm like, how much? She's like thirteen hundred. I'm sorry. How much? <laughs> how much? For some microlinks. For some for some microlinks and. How'd that conversation go? After she I was like thirteen hundred. She's like, yeah, because of the hair, you got the the three packs of hair. Then however much she charges to put it in, and however much she charged to color it, right? And I was like, okay. And in my head, I'm thinking, ain't no way I'm tipping you if you just because a tip is. 20% How much did she say the hair was? I don't remember the breakdown. Her feet, I would have paid attention to that breakdown. I well, need to I, see I this. did. I did pay attention. Long story short, this was this started last year when mm-hmm. I started getting the microlinks. Maybe earlier this year. It was like you December, January. Now? Yeah, I did. Hold on. Are, are microlinks something that you just keep in 
mm-hmm. and they last a long time, then you can just put more hair on top of the. Is this how this works? They're clamped and it's shit. just so like, it's a, like a. It's just like a weave. So it's like this little silver thing here. They uh, clamp it on. I'm not. <laughs> um, it's like a. It's, no, it's, let me see. Really? No. Let me see the. It's a. It's like, a metal piece. It's like a little metal ball that they clamp into the. Dre the got micro links right now. Into the. We're not talking about my wife. I'm <laughs> like Dre got micro links right now. <laughs> I ain't paid no thirteen hundred dollars for that whole thing. No, and so you don't have to. It was you know I got at that when, the, when I got it the first time I got like the super long hair and I got it colored and now you can't even get your hair dyed for under two hundred and fifty dang on dollars. So you know that's that's a part of it. Anyway, <sighs> the first installation. You have micro links. Ma- do you have micro links, ma'am? Ma'am, do you have micro links? That's crochet. That's crochet. Is that crochet? It's braiding hair. Okay. So the the thing is, though, it gets more and more and more expensive. I remember back in the day, you could get a sewing for one hundred and fifty dollars, be on your way. There are still some places now you can do it at. You're gonna get the cheaper hair. I went to this woman because she was highly sought after. She specializes in healthy hair, so there is are that, some. Is that good quality? Very. There are some people who will install your micro links and then after you take them out, you've got severe thinning and she, her technique is one that doesn't cause all that. So I said to myself instantly, I will never get this again. Never. Like I'm did done. You pay, you I paid will the bread? absolutely pay the did bread. You have, uh, did you but have, then uh, here's the thing. Every two weeks, you still got to go back for maintenance. I still have to get my hair shampooed. So with that young lady, it was like $200 minimum to get it shampooed and styled. I've since switched people, but it's still like eight, seven, eight hundred dollars to get microlinks. Do you tip 20% still? Do you have an abundance mindset? I do have an abundance mindset, but at some point it's like, okay, enough is enough. How how much are we really talking about? She I think she's put some extra bread on that. Thirteen hundred. Do you know what I think she did? She saw the episode. I think she looked me up. (laughs) I think she looked me up. Because she had, and then, ooh, ooh, and here's what else happened. She had all these business questions for me as I'm getting my hair done. This is like a four or five hour mm. process. That was, her, that was her tip. And she had all yeah. these questions. Like, so it started off with, I love the podcast. How'd you get started? Now tell me exactly what a business coach does. Yeah, because I'm looking to get a salon and blah, blah, you know, another salon and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just giving her some little tips because she was sweet. She was nice. And I needed my hair to look good. This is our first time. And then $1,300. Here's a couple of things that I learned, even from my regular hairstylist, who's going to be mad at me for saying this. Um, I just give advice, right? For people who I have relationships with. I give you advice. I give you advice. I give you advice. But when, And I don't send you an invoice for that. But when I step out of your chair and it's the full invoice, mm-hmm. I kind of make a mental note. So I gave you all this game and then you invoice me full amount right. and I'm supposed to tip you. So now I have friends who are like, I, I just charge everybody now. I charge everybody now because I noticed that the tables don't turn the same way. Mm. I gave you a discount, but you gave me a full price invoice. Wow. Yo, so first off, did you tip on a 1300 I did, but I did not tip 20%. What would you tip? I tipped like $50 because I... Did you feel did you feel taken advantage of? Did you feel like away? I did because um I felt away because the prices are listed on the website 
but the add-ons are not listed on the website. Mm. So where I, I was thinking I was going to pay like 800 and something dollars, I didn't realize that all these add-ons that we did. And I just, I just feel like you don't charge someone, you don't start providing a service until you confirm what the price is with mm. somebody. And because I am who I am, I'm not about to be in your salon arguing with you over your fee. I'm going to pay you what you what you charge here. Okay, I'm not about you're not about to get me on Instagram acting up about right. money. So I pay you what I what you charge me, but I feel some kind of way about you now. Yeah, 100%. And then you got microlinks, which is a special service. Everybody can't do it. So until I find somebody else, I got to keep coming back to you. That's a fact. Well, now now it makes sense where the cost isn't the thirteen hundred ain't that bad, especially if you're the only person doing it. You can charge whatever you want. Yeah, she's not the only. She wasn't the only person doing it. I found other people, but it's not just about finding other people. It's about finding other people as good and other people who are going to protect your hair while you got. Do you, you still know, go back to her? Absolutely not. Okay. Yeah, it, and it wasn't even that. It was the reason that I don't go to her. Number one, the price was always something different. Always something really? different. Always something different. And it number. Keep going up. It will be up, it will be down, it will be up, it will be down, right? And then, um, unfortunately, the customer service was just bad. Like, I'd be sitting in the waiting area, she come walk right past me, go to the bathroom, don't speak. I'm paying you at least three, $400 every time I sit in your chair for my maintenance and upkeep. Up. You better say hello. Dab me up, hugs. With some water. <laughs> Yo, I think there is, that's crazy. There is a cost to making money. Because we don't want to charge you. <clears throat> I went, yo, this literally just happened yesterday. Well, this didn't happen yet. I'll tell you the thing that happened yesterday. The other day, my closet fell. Like, you know, the, mm -hmm. okay, you go to an apartment and it's the white thing, mm -hmm. the white closet. I don't live in an apartment, but I you got the same that. closet. <laughs> I got the little, the little white closets held on by the little house. You pay market price for your house? Yeah, what's up with you? What's up with you? Anyway, so um, I'm I'm downstairs in the basement, and Dre calls and says, yo, your closet fell. I don't know what that means. She said, <laughs> all of the clothes are on the floor. So I have, it's the little white apartment closet thing, and then there's, <laughs> that's all we're going to describe it, and then there's book, there's uh, shoe boxes on top of that, and there's stuff on the hangers, right? What is so funny? You. All right, so anyway. So, Dre says she hears, like, a boom. Closet falls. Like, the little white thing falls. All the clothes are on the floor. All the boxes that were on top of the shelf Yikes. falls. Closet looks crazy. So, I'm not very handy, so I don't know how to fix it. You know what I mean? So, right now, <laughs> yeah, I had to get a suit. <laughs> I had to get a suit the other day. And I had to go on the ground and then pull the suit <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You yeah. sorting through stuff I'm on the floor. Stuff. Oh, it's yo, it's crazy. It, the 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 clothes are still on the hanger that's on the rack. It's just on the floor. <laughs> Joy looks crazy. So anyway, my uh, my <laughs> wife she finds this person that does closets. They like mm -hmm. redo your closets, and we want it's called a uh, California closet. California closets, right? Mm -hmm. So she comes up and she assesses it. Now, last year, I think. No, Dre said she reached out to her when we first got our house, maybe two years ago. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, she can redesign both of our closets, and it was like $3,500, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So fast forward, uh, fast forward, the lady comes yesterday. She assessed it. She said, yo, I can do both of y'all closets about $5,000 a piece. And I said, I'm sorry. What do you mean? <laughs> like, when you, when you mean a piece, you mean <laughs> for them individually, $5,000. The $5,000 piece, so $10,000. So I'm like, mm. I wasn't expecting that. Is she what? building, like, frames and stuff? She's she just framing it. Color? Here's the thing. I don't know if she's getting... Because my friend sent me a, a joint for Ikea. Yep. Where you just get it and they just install it. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah, we should put a sign on that door. to go down. Anyway. So, the... Um, yeah, so she says 5000 a piece. So, she's like, well, I can actually do, like, a 3D rendering, if you like. You know, you can let her in. It's all good. You could do, you could do like, a, she said, well, let me do a 3D rendering real quick and show it to you. So she goes downstairs and she's like working on the rendering. And I'm like, Dre, I thought you said, she's like, yeah, I'm looking for the message. Like, and I get it. Yesterday's price is not today's it's price. It's not today's I get price. That. I 100% understand. <laughs> but then Dre said something interesting. She said, and she probably saw them Louis bags and Fendi bags and saw the Rolex and the Clydes and all that. And then put some extra tax yes. on it. Yes. So, let me tell you what happened. So I was like, yeah, I'm not paying $10,000. Uh, especially because I know you said thirty-five dollars Anyway, go downstairs. And she's doing it. And she's like, this is it, this is that. And she said, I was like, well, I don't really want to pay $10,000. She said, well, what budget did you have? I said, I was trying to stay under $7,000. And she's like, um, we can see what we can do. And she's like, well, when do you want to get started? And I let her know when to get started. She said, put down 50% deposit. I'm like, okay, I can, I can get that. And she said, well, let me go back, run, through the, run the numbers, and I'll let you know. That, like, maybe a couple hours later, she, she sends back a, quote, 3300 and then $3,600. $3,300 for my closet, 3600 for exactly the 7000 So first she says 10000 <clears throat> but there, there's a $3,000 window in there, right, of where she's just saying, I'll... Okay, now I can do it for seven thousand. Meaning she just put some tax on there. Mm-hmm. She put Fendi tax. She put Fendi. She tax. put Rolly tax on. I was, and it made me oh, think. Sorry. Dang, if I didn't negotiate, if you had never heard another price, I never heard another price. You wouldn't even know that that price was a bit outrageous. Exactly, but <clears throat> I I commend her though because if I don't have any other quotes necessarily. <clears throat> mm-hmm. She could charge what she wants. Well, so the microblade woman, research. she could charge what she wants. Yeah, she could. And and I saw other service providers who charged $300, $400, $500. Let me tell you something about that, too. I, I'm still Last session, dealing. Last session, took a test. Uh, two weeks ago, a week ago. Um, coming back from Jamaica, seriously. So here's the thing about that. I knew that she would be higher than because her website state, you know, based on her website, I knew it would be at least 800 bucks, right? I saw, and and I had a referral from one of my clients who went to her and her hair is always bomb.com. So I started to research the microlink situation and I saw other people who I could get it done for 400, 500, hair included. And immediately when I see these prices compared to her prices, I'm like, ew, I don't want to pay that. What kind of service are you providing for, you know, this rate? So I had a, you don't want to price too low because somebody thinks that because your price is so low, the service can't be that great. 
But if you're going to price high, you, you ju- your, your information has to match. You need to give somebody a quote. Like, you need to sit somebody down and say, okay, I know based on the website what you booked is 800 but because you added on this, this, and this, or because the hair was longer and it's not quite clear on my website, here's what it's going to be. Is this okay before we proceed, right? Um, instead of just making me feel like, I mean, because you definitely looked me up. Mm. You knew everything. You knew you all wear, the questions to watch? ask. You wear that watch? Probably. What I wear the Rolly every day. What was the bag looking like? You know what? I had on Louis Vuitton sneakers yeah, that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. But it, it it just, you it doesn't matter. You know how many people walking around with Louis Vuitton sneakers on that nah, don't but have? but then you're in the chair and you're talking that coach talk and they That's know. That's what happened. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm telling her like, yo, you could package this. I'm telling her, package this up. You could run about another 250 before this year is over. Like, that's how I'm talking about. And, and so she's, I just felt like she threw a number out. And if I had said, no, I'm not paying that. She yeah. probably would have negotiated it. But me being who I am, I'm just not yeah. going to argue with you yeah, after the service. Yeah. Especially after you, you're the guru and you're like, hold on, how much? Mm-mm. Let me count my money. Let me count. <laughs> let me count this bread. Let me check my account. <laughs> so That's pe- what it seems like when you're negotiating. Like, oh, and it was so crazy because the girl yesterday, she told Dre, she's like, man, if you like, you can put it on a payment plan. You know what I mean? Just pay over time. And don't afterpay me. Don't, yeah. Don't afterpay don't do me. Don't Shout do out to afterpay, but don't afterpay me. <laughs> um, so now that leads to a question that many entrepreneurs have, which is, okay, so. You don't want to shop with the people or do business with the people whose price seems way below market. Mm. You have a problem with the people whose price just seem way above market. How do I know how to price myself? This is like one of the top maybe five questions I get. 100%. How do I know what I should charge? And you know what the answer to that is? I don't know. Neither. I don't know what you should charge. There are so many different factors in pricing. Market research is obviously the number one thing. So the answer really is you put a price out there and you see if it works. Yeah. If you can collect it multiple times, then the price works. If people are easily paying, like if you're getting the reaction like, oh, that's the price? Oh, here, take that money. Then you're probably low. If you're quoting price and you notice that people are taking a hard pause, Often, maybe you're at the top of your pricing model or a little bit over. The key to pricing is testing. Nobody ever wants to test. They want to do the right thing right now or charge the most that they can charge or undercut themselves just to get sales. Now, market research is critically important. That means that you have to go and see what other people who serve your type of client are doing. Keywords, who serve your type of client, right? So when people come to me for business coaching and they find out what the investment is, I mean, people usually don't come to me and like think that the investment is any lower. You kind of know what's up. Um, But if someone were to come to me and say, wow, that's that's the investment. Well, I contacted another business coach and her rate was three hundred dollars a month. Okay, I mean, you you should if if you see that these are equal value. Absolutely, all day you should go with them. But at the same time, if I were to, and I say, well, who is that coach? And I go look at them and I can see that the type of client that coach is coaching is far different from the type of client that I'm coaching. 
then that market research for me is invalid because we're not offering apples to apples. We're right. apples and bananas. We're not even apples and oranges. It ain't even the same shape. Yeah. Okay. In that scenario, I would tell them, go ahead, you should. Because typically, like if you're a premium coach, they're going to come back anyway. Yo, and I think I just realized that um, that person that charged you $1,300, mm-hmm. um, she may have undercharged you. Mm. So there's prop. we don't know. From her perspective, she might be in contact with Beyonce's hairstylist. Mm-hmm. How much mm-hmm. Beyonce, how much Beyonce pay for Microlink? Does she use micro blades? Microlinks. Does she use that? It's possible. Probably. It ain't thirteen hundred. I know that. So really, you kind of on the lower totem pole. Yeah, but here's Donnie. the thing: if you're going to be a, if you're going to be premium, Not you're on the lower totem pole. Yeah, no, no, no. I get you. If you are going to be premium price, you have to be premium in everything, not just the installation of the microlinks. So your customer service needs to be premium. Your salon needs to be clean, which it wasn't. Like. You know, usually in the salon, after cutting hair, you're sweeping up hair. The barber's sweeping up the chair. It's like old hair from five months ago still over there in that corner. I don't want to sit my cup on the floor because if I pick it up, it's going to have a whole bunch of hair at the bottom. Like, this is just not a premium environment. Mm. And you don't have... And I'll never say her name because the the girl is talented. She is super talented. And the prices are justified. She's talented, but it's, it's... The salon was filthy. There was no customer service. And the only reason I kept going back was because I didn't know anywhere else to go. Which justifies her pricing. Because she knows that. She can charge <laughs> 1500 The price isn't really what I have an issue with. If I found somebody... There's another microblade, a microlink... Uh, blades or links? Microblade is eyebrows. Microlinks are hair. Okay. So there's another microlink specialist that probably charges around that same thing that I've been stalking. I cannot wait to get in her chair. She's just booked up for months, right? I would pay her, her, her service, her salon, her, you know, the way she answers people. She don't have an attitude. She's not eating food over your head. Like I would pay her, but her price is also what her price is on the website. Mm-hmm. We did a consultation call for a reason. Mm-hmm. None of this, my issue was the price was about $500 more than what I saw on your website and what the consultation confirmed. That's not okay. That's not cool. All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So... It's about that time. We put together our Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships. Okay, so... Check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the support is um, the support is appreciated. Okay, thank you so much. Now back to the episode. That's not cool. You're right. You're right. And it's because we did all of this. I think because even when I went to the person who referred me, she was like, "That's not my experience." But maybe because you know she's a friend of mine that I pay a little less. And I'm like, "Well, it's not okay." But I still got to I still book my appointment for two weeks because my hair can't fall out, you know. Got it. And I, she knows, she knows she got you. <laughs> she That's got it. me. 
Yo, yeah, yo, I, there is an ex, there is a, a a a cost to being a premium person. Yo, she know. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. If if she want a coaching session with you, not to come play with you for $200, $300. So the fact that she know that you're playing a bigger game, why wouldn't she charge you more? If Beyonce came into the shop, she's not going to give the final number at thirteen hundred. It's probably going to be twenty five, right? Same thing, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's just. It's a, a little it's, different it's, because it if, is, if you but, come to me for coaching, I'm going to quote you what the cost is. For sure, the fact that her prices are fluctuating and they that's fluctuate. a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, something's working because you paid it and you paid some more. Listen, not only is it working because of that, your girl has since moved out of a salon suite into her own salon in a very Get premium location. Location. So Using I'm that thirteen hundred you gave her. I'm happy mm-hmm. for her in that instance. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm happy for her in her instance. That's talented. Hopefully, she keeps slung up and, and gets better in customer service. I would never say who she is because it's another black woman trying to grow in her business. Good. And she's talented. But you got to do better. Mm-hmm. You got to do better. If you want, if you are a business owner and your prices current, constantly fluctuate or the level of service that you offer goes from average to premium and you still have premium prices, the hardest thing to do is to get new customers. You want to keep, like this young lady who I'm stalking, to get in her seat. I can't get in her seat, not because she constantly has new clients, because the clients that she has are so satisfied that they're going to come over and over and over again. Like, you'll go to some pages for your nails or your hair or whatever, and it'll say, not accepting new clients. That's the kind of person, that's the kind of business you, you want to run. You want your business to feel so premium to your clients and so valuable that they will not give up their offer. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think or it's a teaching seat, moment right? for <clears throat> beginning entrepreneurs too. That in the beginning, it's about um, 
client acquisition, uh-huh. right? You know, we have to get more clients. Mm-hmm. But the clients that you get, you have to take care of them. Yeah. Because ideally, you would not like to, you like to not have to keep chasing clients, but just continuing to figure out how can I serve the clients that I have yeah. on a higher level, mm-hmm. right? And then I can attract more clients like that, mm-hmm. right? So if I have a premium client, they have other friends that are premium clients. So to go from hustling to get clients mm-hmm. to only working off referrals, it's stages. Yeah. But even at this low level that we're on, let's just say, we still got to take care of those clients. Absolutely. Because some people are always in client acquisition mode. My goal is, so we have like the morning meetup, right? And the first goal is you got to join the morning meetup. Join it, join it, join it, join it. We're still running ads, things of that nature. But because we're taking, we know it's a solid community and we're mm-hmm. servicing the clients. Mm-hmm. We now implemented a, um, you good? We now implemented um, a a referral program Mm -hmm. because I would rather me not have to go get clients, but the people that I'm already servicing, they go out to get the clients because they're just telling somebody about something good. Yeah. But that is, that should be the ultimate goal for a, I guess, service-based business. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, you've created a premium group for entrepreneurs. For low premium. For an under premium price. I have a client. Very ghetto pricing. Very ghetto pricing. (laughs) I have a client who I've been working with for two years. In the last six months, I've been working with them for two years and and the original relationship was just to accomplish a couple of goals. And we did that times 20, maybe. And we continue to work in different phases of his business. Well, in a... The last six months, business growth goes through different phases. So sometimes people don't understand coaching because they feel like every single week, a major event must occur in my business. I must have grown in a major way on social media or I must have grown in a, a major way financially. And that's just not what happens. When you're in formulation phase and you're hustling to get your clients, you may have a spurt where you make $50,000 that month because you were going hard, going hard. But now you have these clients or these customers that came in in your business and you're making $50,000 this month. But now the next three months don't look like 50 because you got to serve these clients and you're struggling to do both between serving the client and acquiring new clients. So maybe you do 30, right? And then people, oh, well, coaching doesn't work because, you know, it was 50 and then 30. But the the framework isn't the same. The stage isn't the same. So with this particular client, usually when I get to the end and I see on our project workflow board that we've accomplished all the goals that you said you wanted to accomplish in coaching, what do you want to work on next? Let's go and create another set of goals or we can end it here, right? I believe that coaching is something that you just have all the time, just like insurance, just in case you need it. For the last six months, we literally haven't had necessarily a goal to work on because the goals that we said he's going to hit, but he's so afraid to lose his space with me that he continues to pay every single month. Donnie, we're just going to get together. We're going to meet. We may not meet, but I'm not losing my space because when I need you, I need to be here. Ooh. That's dope. And I think you could build a, mo- a business model based on saying, if I have this set amount of clients, that are paying this every month, mm-hmm. and I don't expand out of that, 
We can create the wait list and I just replace it. But that would be based on you saying, this is the max amount of money that I want to make from this particular part of my business. And that's okay. Well, that's what happens. That's dope. I only see eight one-on-one coaching clients at any given time. And there's some scarcity. Like, I don't lose my seat. Eight. So he knows that if there's only eight, but I I really do have a wait list. I have a wait list. Ain't I one of your clients now? Technically, you are. Chance, you've been one of my clients. Not technically. I've paid. (laughs) I've paid. It's not technically. Yeah, you're right. You are. We business partners and we clients. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. So when are we going to have our meeting? Okay, yeah. Outside of this is what I said today. I wanted, to, well, I wanted to meet yesterday, remember, and you couldn't. And then today, and you that. can't. No, we need to meet about everything. We, do need to meet we need to meet about everything. You're right. Let's yeah, meet sure. um, Friday. Mm. Oh, next week, like Monday or something. We can do Monday. Okay. All right. right after our um, session. What are we doing? Oh, that's not next week. No, yeah, Friday is is, is the uh, Friday is my day. Friday is your I day. I gotta stay focused, and we're working. Okay. Anyway, um, I think this was this a good uh, conversation on price. Anybody got any questions on pricing? Anybody got any questions on pricing on pricing your business? I th- one rule of thumb is I would just throw a price out there yeah. and see what happens. Yeah. I was on live one day, and this was like the first sponsor I had, and I said, "Hey, man, uh, I'm about to record a podcast. Who wants an advertisement slide?" And I was thinking about it, and I was really, literally, this wasn't like a marketing idea, but we were like, some people say, yo, I need $2,000, some people $1,000, and I was like, you know what? How about $1,500, and I'll promote your business on the next episode. Mm-hmm. And my man, Words, actually, Words Taylor, he said, yo, I'm going to cash up you right now. I said, what? Say what? For real? What? So I, I like gave him the num like I gave like the numbers, this how many downloads, all that kind of stuff. He's like fifteen hundred, easy. Let me let me do that. And I said, oh wow, okay, cool. So now I have a number. Mm-hmm. I have a number. And then I told somebody else. They, they was like, yo, how much you get sponsored? I was like, yo, it's fifteen hundred. It was like, oh, all right, yeah, I'm gonna cash up. What? Now is this a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a good thing because. You have a base, but now we got to try to figure out why people are paying so fast. Exactly. Why are they paying so fast? Mm -hmm. That means I'm giving them, and there's a balance, right? If I'm going to give you a $15,000 product for $1,500, you'll pay Mm -hmm. it all day long. Mm -hmm. If I'm giving you a $15,000 product for $15,000, you're like, eh, I'm cool. So you still have to have that delta between the two, right? If if it's worth fifteen thousand, we need to probably charge five because people still see it as a fifteen thousand dollar product or five thousand dollars. I'll pay for it. So we've been starting to like scale up and scale up, and you know I'm like, all right, next person I ask seventeen hundred. They're like, um, well let me let me get back to you. And then later that day, they hit me. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, I got Our first one. paid guest. It's now seventeen hundred. Our first paid guest. Remember, I just threw a number out there. I'm getting, what was it, $2,500, 3000 It was $2,500 for like this. Because he couldn't do anything for the for the platform. That's, I mean, good good interview, good information. Mm-hmm. But this platform will do more for him than it's going to do for us. Mm-hmm. Right? He took that joint. Instantly. Immediately. I said, oh. Instantly. 
Oh, they were. I said, oh, okay, okay, okay. But okay. then check this out on the uh, on the sponsorship. I went to a higher number and nobody was taking it for a while. So we went back down and then people started to hit. And then it's like the, you have to throw a number out there. Mm-hmm. You have to throw a number out there that's worth more than, that's worth where the product or service is worth more, a lot more than the amount of money. You know, what's interesting, I'm thinking about my journey as a coach. And when I originally started, I think my first price was $97. I had a 47 something in there, but I think that was the cost of a call. My price for the month, my rate for the month was like $97 a month. And we would meet every single week, right? Every single week via Zoom for an hour. I had a lot of clients. I had as many clients as I could take. I was overworked because I had a lot of clients, but it was a constant revolving door. Those $97 clients, I can think of the emails that I would get that say, hey, Donnie, I can't, I don't have it this month. Um, I'm, I'm going to come back in a few months when I get my money right, like over $97. And at that time, it wasn't really business coaching for, and the, and the goal was to make more money. At that time, it was really more of a, of a personal development, getting people to believe more in themselves. So there was no financial gain from it. But it was $97. And I was thinking for so long, I charged this number for a while because I'm like, people can't keep up with 97. I can't charge anything else until somebody offered me more. And I, really? Mm. Really? And it was like $350 or something like that. So then my rate went to $350. Then it went to $600. And then it just went up. What I will tell you now that I am premium price. What I will tell you now, now that I'm premium price, my failed billing is under 1% on my coaching, whereas it was mm. more than 40% when I charged $97 a month. I attracted a different type of audience. When you have a premium price, especially in the coaching or service providing a lane, not 100% of the time, but definitely a higher percent, it's not about you. It's about the investment that people made in themselves. I don't know too many people who are playing about $2,500 every month, except maybe if you're a seven-figure income earner, you're like, oh, it was just $2,500. I'm still not like, oh, it was 20, it's just $2,500 or $5,000. I'm going to do what I said I was going to do because of that investment. I made the investment. Um, But just think of it that way. You have to match your price with your goal. Another thing, you can't have a $100,000 goal if you have a $100,000 goal and you're charging $97, or let's say you want to do what's a $100,000 goal, which is $83.33 a month, in order to charge $97 a month and make that, you need 86 clients. Mm. That's 86 hours a month. Actually, it's not. That's so four. times you four. So you need 86 times four. That's 344 hours a month that you have to work. Straight. Is that a realistic goal? Is your goal in alignment with the price that you're charging, in alignment with the workflow, the, the workload that you can actually handle? Pricing is a whole science. Yeah. Whole science. You have a question? You got a question? Let's do it. What you got? <laughs> That camera's still on, Joe? Oh, good. Okay. 
Okay, so I wanted to ask, since you guys were talking about pricing, um, I'm starting a new business and it's going to be documenting the process for busy entrepreneurs, you know, just if they are doing too much and need to get that process started for if they're hiring new people. Say Maddie course? No. Okay, I think it just came up with a course for documenting the process. Oh, wow. Yeah, go to this page. Go, I go need ahead. to get with him about that. But, um... Yeah, so I got a client, wasn't expecting to get one, but I surprisingly got one. And I just, when it comes to pricing, I just come up with numbers. So I said 5000 for the whole documented process. So I would, um, you know, follow their person for three weeks, learning, the pro- learning their business and everything like that. So I didn't know if it was too much. So, um, you know, I told them, okay, well, since you're my first client, I'll charge you 2500 up front. And then once the services are finished, you know, if you think it's of value or you can pay the remaining. Mm. Heck no. But, Go ahead, carry oh, on. So <laughs> but look, look, look. It's, he was, he's, you all know him. Everybody knows him. So I was in the, like, a nervous state. So, and. Who is, who is it? Neo. Yeah, I'll shout out to Neil. Neil's going to pay your invoice. Yeah, it was- <laughs> um, so it's like two and one questions. Should you do that? Um, because, you know, since I'm starting off, you know, I have to build up. I know I can do it, but it's just proving the point to them that I can do it and it's worth the 5000 And if you're working with people who are not six or seven plus figure entrepreneurs, do you still give them that 5000 base pricing mm. or do you work with what they have? <laughs> Can I go? Please. Okay. (laughs) Can I unleash real quick? A couple of things. First off, you went through and said, I created this new program. Document the process. I created it. I put it out there. I ended up getting a client. I didn't expect to get a client. Well, what did you create it for? Fun? (laughs) Well, it was actually a side hustle to create money because what I mainly wanted to do wasn't bringing in the revenue. So I was like, okay, this is something that I know how to do. I was doing it for jobs that I was working before, yeah. just manually. I have to point this out because that's this, that's what so many people say. I created it. I didn't even expect to get a client. You have to expect to get the client. Mm-hmm. We can't create genius ideas and then say, I'm going to put all this great information up into a package, but I don't expect nobody to buy it. What on earth did you yeah. create it for, number I think, one? Here's the thing. I think she for sure expected or wanted clients. She was scared. Yeah. She was scared. Yeah, and I was wasn't expecting Neo because it, it was in his group, like his Facebook group. I wasn't expecting him at all to so, yeah, that's, respond that's, back on the that's message. That's the, um, that... You put that out there to soften the blow yep. if you don't get any clients. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Well, if I didn't get any client, I didn't have any expectations anyway. So now when it comes to your pricing, um, $5,000 is a good number. If you think it's a good number, if you put 5000 out and it works, it's a great number. If you put 5000 out and it didn't work, then you try a different number until you find what your good number is. In this case, you allowed a $2,500 upfront and then a $2,500 upon completion. With a business model like yours, um, number one, documenting the process, complete is relative, right? Um, number two, I never fulfill 100% of the order without being paid 100% of my balance. Okay. Okay, so you want to maybe say, if, if you're documenting the process for three weeks, so maybe today 2500 and next week 2500 or maybe you want to keep it, maybe you want to make that process four weeks. And so today is $2,500, and then in two weeks, the other $2,500. That way, if somebody decides to stop paying you, you wouldn't have done more than $2,500 of the work anyway because you still have half that process to go. 
third part of your question is if I'm working with people who don't make that amount of money, do I charge them the same thing? Okay. There's an audience issue there, right? So you're not, your, your process documentation isn't for everyone. So I would encourage you to pick what type of businesses you want to document the process on. Is it for beginner entrepreneurs or is it for six and seven figure entrepreneurs who's kind of chaotic, operating in chaos, and they need help documenting the process? If someone slides in and they have the money to do it, but their money is not coming from their business, yes, the price is the same. Because I am going to feel a way if somebody can come and get your, the same thing that you're giving me for $1,000 just because they don't make as much money as I do. That's not okay. That's like the lady who charged me for my hair based on what she thought I was worth. That's how I felt anyway. So yes, your price is your price. Now, what you what you could do is create a lesser program for that entrepreneur who hasn't hit $100,000 yet, right? Maybe there's... And that a, has a price. And that has a price. Maybe you create a program specifically for the process for entrepreneurs who are trying to get to their first six figures. And then you have the, the up-level program or the premium program for entrepreneurs who have hit the six figures and you're documenting. But you got to be really clear on what the differences are. Because documenting a process with a person who's making five, six hundred, you're probably documenting like some human resources, some team building, some training. A person who hasn't hit six figures yet probably doesn't have a team. They're probably not. So you're, you're putting different things in place. Okay. Good. All right. Thank y'all. Thank question. you so much. What up? And you better expect sure. 10 clients oh, next 100%. month. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. How y'all doing today? Hey, so, hey. Um, yeah, I produced by Pack on um, IG. My question is, um, actually, when you talk about the experience, when you have a premium experience, what should that experience look like from, I guess, a consulting um, point of view or a coaching program point of view? You help them. Like, if... It's like I'm I'm not charging based on like the time that I give. I'm charging based on the result. I feel like I'm charging X amount of dollars for this particular result. I don't care how long it takes me, but if I can help you get to your goal in one session, why do we need all month? If you tell me, so just this just happened, and uh, this it was so crazy. We're at the um, I was in Clearwater, and. My man's like, yo, you got this, you got the mastermind, heard about it, X amount of dollars. I'm like, yeah, so it's a 12-month program. You know, you get on the calls weekly, you get the course, all that kind of stuff. We got, you know, different joints out of, uh, 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 like, not excursions, but different um, meetups quarterly. This one will be in Miami. So my man was like, yo, um, all right, it was X amount of dollars. He said, yo, can I just pay you the whole amount and you just spend four days, four hours with me? I said, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I didn't say it absolutely. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay, what exactly are you looking to accomplish? I offer that, yeah. Let's say that. No, I, and I don't. I'm like, what exactly are you looking to accomplish? And he said, I want to do this, I want to do this. And in my head, I'm like, yo, I can serve that. I, I can do exactly what you want me to do. I can help you with that. So I said, um, yeah, we can, we, we can knock that out. What date do you want to do it? So we set the date. It's actually tomorrow. No, what's today? Wednesday? Tuesday. Today's Tuesday? Today's th yeah, third. So it's tomorrow. Paid the whole invoice for the whole program. But when that happened, I said, that's my price. Because people do ask, yo, how much to come set it up and give me the strategy? I got it, because one person's willing to pay. But the work isn't done yet, because I'm going to, okay, we got that money. 
but I'm going to service this client as if I want them to refer me to somebody else and say that that was worth it. Mm-hmm. So premium pricing should definitely come with premium service, but premium service is only about getting the result that the client is looking to receive. And if you can accomplish that, you could be a premium coach. Okay, so um, I guess to firmly set the difference of like what an average, um, like we were talking about two different levels. Like, you know, average. It's like, look at the market. Mm-hmm. What are people charging for what you do? There's probably a wide range. It is, and it's a little difficult, especially with um, what I do, because what I offer is a little bit more. Uh, I will come up with a number and see what happens. So I have a number, but just for the sake of the conversation that you guys, I'm taking notes, mental notes. So it's like, okay, how can I give a better premium experience? So when I am thinking about providing a premium experience, and when I walk my clients through what a premium experience looks like, I talk about things that we can all relate to. Shopping at premium stores or with premium vendors, right? Um, Right now, for a lot of Black-owned businesses, who are premium. We have some some really, really dope premium, premium tees, premium custom suits and things like that. Um, the premium experience is when you order your, your custom suit doesn't just come in a plastic bag. It comes in a box with a nice bow and maybe, maybe they added a lapel pin because they get that for pennies on the dollar. I feel premium shopping with you versus me shopping at, say, a Fashion Nova where it's just going to come in that bag, right? Might be a little wrinkled too, okay? Um, I think of, so when we're talking about premium experience, what's my pretty box with the bow? Or what's my lapel pin? We can think about shopping at one of the high-end stores too that are mainstream, like a, a, you know, a Louis or a Gucci or something like that. When you go into those stores, um, they always offer a bottle of water, some wine, but everywhere a bottle of water. And it's usually a nice aquapana glass bottle of water. So when you're thinking about your, and and it makes you feel premium. I got this glass bottle of water. I'm not thirsty while I'm shopping and everybody's checking on me. Are you okay? What's your bottle of water that you can offer, right? So in, in the same thing, if I were to order my pa- my packages usually ship within two days. I don't have to pay extra for it. That's a premium turnaround. So you are a music producer. What is what is your offer? Well, um, I'm a brand in artist. So I transitioned from working exclusively with um, music artists and now working with producer entrepreneurs. So pretty much what I do as a brand in art helps service based entrepreneurs um, with their messaging. So they can actually uh, create raving fans or people that actually talk about them when they're not even in the room. Some like we was talking about, like bringing advocates. So when I think about people like uh, Drake or Kendrick Lamar, whatever the case may be, uh, these people talk about what they, you know, the things that they, uh, pretty much their their mindset or the things that they actually have uh, to offer to these particular people, to these group of fans. And I want to have that same experience with the branding and marketing. I've been able to help other artists do in the past. Now I'm doing that with entrepreneurs. So you do it with straight entrepreneurs, not just artists. Service-based entrepreneurs. Service-based entrepreneurs, just for clarity, you help them find their brand messaging. Absolutely. Okay. Because you said a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I work with, (laughs) we don't need to talk about music. Mm -hmm. I help entrepreneurs discover their brand messaging. 
And are you doing this through one-on-one calls? Is this a course? How do you deliver that service? Uh, it's actually going to be a 12-week course, and it's going to be a group coaching setting. Okay, so your premium could be the group coaching. So I could sell a course all day and it doesn't come with any group coaching or any community or things like that. So for service-based entrepreneurs or someone who offers a course, your bottle of water could be the community where you have um, leaders inside that community who actually respond to people who post. It could be Q&A time with you. It could be, you know, discounts or whatever that makes it feel like just Essentially, it's the the one thing more that doesn't cost you a whole lot more. So how do you stand out differently? One thing that I like to do when I help my clients discover what their brand messaging is, um, I then go the extra mile and say, okay, let's go and update this. We're going to go ahead right now, update this on our Instagram. Let's get that done. Upgrade it on all social sites. I want you to contact your, your, your marketing team and get this. Like we're doing this in real time. So they feel like we're on, we got the message now. We're on top of it. That's premium. Y'all, here's, and I want to give you uh, another, well, two things. One, your pricing tells you if you're premium. Facts. Your your pricing is a part of your brand. So at $97, people, there are some people that if I say, y'all about to do this $97 coaching session, there are some people that won't buy it because it's $97. And there's no way this person can change my life for $97. Mm -hmm. But the second thing is results allow you to charge premium pricing. So I'm in a in a program, I'm in a bunch of programs, but the experience isn't premium. It ain't, it, like the red carpet ain't rolled out, Mm-mm. but the results, I'll pay it again because I get the results. So you got to be able, there's, there's no exception for being good. There's no exception. Mm. No substitution. No substitution. For, for being, being good. good. You got to be good at it. So. All right, cool, man. Uh, All right, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. All right. All right, um, we'll do one, one more one more question, then we'll wrap up so you can go shopping. Be fiscally irresponsible. Definitely not shopping today. What's up, workhorse? What it do? What's up, what's up? All right. That's your um, shirt, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I dropped the ebook about two weeks ago, and I made like 8,500 in three and a half hours. Congrats. You better. On accident. Get it. So, like, I'm doing real ugly. And I'm trying to actually come out with a physical book. And I want to kind of know how to go about that. Um, I know you have a book. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't like working for money. Mm-hmm. I like all passive income. Mm-hmm. So in my book, is teaching people how to actually fix their credit minus the dispute methods that everybody else do mm-hmm. uh, and actually get paid for the stuff that comes off their credit. Mm-hmm. So... Shout out to the free commercial. He's like, yeah, I, I don't even really got a question. But uh, let me get it right <laughs> Smart man. Everybody in the comments. What's his IG? Right, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so with the book, I'm trying to figure out how to come, because I, I know I want to price it at a premium price. It's, it's not going to be cheap. Um, so how do I roll that out so that, you know, people are prepared to pay a premium price? I mean, if that makes sense. I think that you just have to display that you are a premium person. Okay. You don't got to prepare anybody. If you fix 20 people's credit and they got you got 20 reviews on your page, when you drop a premium product, you don't got to prepare their mind for it. It's like, yo, I'm worth this. Look at all these other people. Look at all these other people say. 
I'm worth. Yes. So you don't prepare people. You just you drop the price. The okay. price is your price. Yeah, we have a friend who has a thousand dollar book. Mm-hmm. His book is a thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm looking for the same price. I have I had never until meeting him seen that, and he literally peddled this book out of his car. Yeah, hundred percent. His underarm, like mm-hmm. just carrying it around, walking with the book until he got people who would buy the book, and he made the book. So, like you, he he didn't have an ebook, but he had other books, like other versions of this book that you could get for less. But this one that's a thousand dollars, you have to have this book. I had like velvet cover on it. it velvet good. cover, super custom. I seen somebody buy one in person. I bought one, but not for the thousand. The purple one. I got the purple one too. I bought the purple one. Yeah. It wasn't a thousand. Mm-hmm. Nah. You gave me a discount. The gold yeah, was a thousand. and so this person at that sure. time was just he just. You knew that at that now he got money, but at that time I don't think he really had like money like that, right? He was building just like the rest of us, and he would put on the best of what he had: his shirt tied up with his loafers. His presentation was great. His confidence in his program, in, in what in what the book contents were, also matched. He had a premium mindset with a premium presentation. People thought about buying the book, and some of them bought the book. You don't have to sell a whole lot of books at $1,000 to reach your goal. Yep. There we have it. Thank you. It is. All right, cool, man. For, for one, give yourselves a round of applause for coming out, coming through. That's what's up. Oh, we got we to gotta, uh, pay some bills, Donnie. You want to go first this week or no? Save the best for last. That's why I'm asking you if you want to go. <laughs> this, about, this episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup, themorningmeetup.com. It's the only organization that gathers every single day. Uh, a community of entrepreneurs that get together every day. We're reading books together. We're growing together. We're learning together. We're collaborating with each other. And I'm coaching every single day, okay? It's not a premium price, but it's a premium product, okay? Because I'll be on there every day. So go to themorningmeetup.com. You can start your trial for just a dollar. If you want to grow, you want to learn, you want to find another community of people that you can grow with. There are people quitting their jobs. There are people making more money than they've ever made before. I believe... Not because I'm the greatest coach in the world, but because once you're in an environment where everybody's growing, you grow by default. It just is what it is. So go to themorningmeetup.com. Also, go to launchyourpodcastchallenge.com. We either have a challenge coming up or you can join the wait list and see the one that's coming up. So go to launchyourpodcastchallenge.com. If you are trying to see how we built such an amazing show, how you can really get your voice out there, you can build your brand, you have a platform where you can sell your products on, you want to build a podcast, go to launchyourpodcastchallenge.com. Lastly, send me a text message. I'm going to stay in touch with you, okay? And I'm going to text you back, 404 737 404 Donnie, Thank save you. the worst for last. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this podcast is also brought to you by Six Figure Accelerator. Mm. It is the only community. Hold on, Accelerator. I like that. Six Figure Accelerator. What does that mm-hmm. mean? Accelerate your path to six figures. Mm. I wish I had somebody to help me accelerate my path to six figures because it was like it was a it was a hard path. It was a rocky path. You know, I I don't know if it was so hard to hit six figures. It was challenging. $100,000? Yeah, I don't... Check this out. $8,300 a month coming from $30,000 a year. Mm -hmm. 
hard. I think it was harder to find the thing that could make me six figures. I think when I was trying to go for six figures and it was hard, I didn't have the right concept. Mm. But once I had the right concept, it was game on. Like, mm. it, it was super easy. You know what it happened for me? When I Can found I? somebody, I'm first off, there's a part of the commercial. You're going to appreciate this. Okay. What happened for me, for me, it was hard for me to do it because I'm used to making $30,000 a year. Mm. But then I got around someone who was making millions a year. Mm-hmm. And he was like, 100000 That's it? Oh, this is all you got to do. I, 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 got a, I came across somebody who had a bigger belief and could see it from a higher level. Mm-hmm. And once I connected with that person, that's what accelerated my path to six figures. You're welcome. So connect with me at Six Figure Accelerator. <laughs> Six Figure Accelerator, seriously, um, is for coaches and consultants and even course creators who want to develop a six-figure program from scratch. I start you at the very, very beginning of your process. I don't care how much money you have made or haven't made. We're starting at the very beginning of your process because I see it from a bird's eye view. I have a high-level perspective of what it takes to be a six-figure coach, consultant, or course creator. And I've packaged it all up into a a seven-week program. And you can get more information about that at sixfigureedu.com. The call is free. Uh, It'll take you to schedule a call. And that call is free to see if it's a good program for you. And then we're also brought to you by Post to Paid. Post to Paid is the only community. Mm. The only platform Mm. where I am sending or where anybody is sending three text messages every single day directly to your phone with a post prompt that tells you exactly what to post on your social media page. Shans. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. I have single-handedly removed the stress and the overwhelm related to service-based entrepreneurs not knowing what to post on their Instagram or other social pages, social platforms. It's a headache. You're trying to grow your business. You're trying to grow your audience. You're trying to see what connects. And we send out a variety of different type of posts, funny posts, engaging posts, thought-provoking posts, direct sales ask posts. I tell you exactly what to say, when to say it, how to say it. And it's just $37 a month. I've really been thinking lately that the price should go up on that. I I really think that the price should go up. Are we going to partner on that? $37 a month. And to join, all you have to do is text me the words post to paid 404-737-2767. Again, 404-737-2767. And your social media, what to post and overwhelm is resolved. Are you looking for investors in post to paid? Um... Chance, you've asked me that question for three weeks now, and you've made no moves post-podcast. So pull up with a proposal, and we'll see what we can do. There it is. Cool. um, Hey, y'all, I'm tired of wearing these clothes, so I would like to wear your clothes. So would I. We would like to wear your clothes. And don't hit us with the, hey, what's your address? I'm going to send you something. Ah, it's going to come with a couple dollars. It's going to come with a couple dollars. Okay, for the... I don't want to put a price out there now, but no, no price. Yeah, but come, it, it come does correct. cost a couple bucks. Come correct. I mean, and, and the reason is because um you're gonna get crazy exposure, mm-hmm. right? Crazy exposure. The only thing is we actually have to like the clothes. Yeah, we have to like it. For we sure, have to like the sure. clothes. We're yeah. not wearing anything. Yeah. We're not wearing anything. 
We will rock your garments, okay? We'll rock your your garb. Okay, um, sorry, it's an we're ad. out here. It's a walking, wearable ad. That's how you think about that. And the video list forever. And we'll video talk list about forever. it. Say, yo, I love this. Y'all see my outfit? This shirt comes from so-and-so, or this hat comes from so yourself yeah. together, okay? And the difference between, because somebody's going to say, well, y'all rock all kind of brands, and y'all not charging them. Y'all buying the stuff. Well, the difference is, when you are paying for a walkable, wearable ad, it becomes our duty to mention your garments, 100%. tell people exactly where to find it, and talk about you on a regular basis. You have no idea where I got this. Yeah. Uh, and I was wondering when you came out, where did you get that from? <laughs> All right. So, because um, like this shirt, you can get from sleepisforsuckers.com with the number four, <laughs> Sleep is for Suckers. Now, this is actually a, a nice outfit. This week, you're like, you're doing your thing. Thank you. All right, so um, make sure y'all like, subscribe to the channel, please. Okay, if you consume this whole podcast, I need you to like it, subscribe to it, be a part, get involved, okay? We are out of here. Peace. Peace. David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays, and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.